From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Division of Criminal Investigation, Wisconsin ICAC Task Force. It's a lot to say, but a pretty important crew that we got here. Uh, Thank you for joining us. I am Carl. And I'm Dana. We are going to spend today talking about um, how to decide when to get your kids a cell phone or a smartphone and kind of how to make the decisions on on what you go forward with. Right. And I think it's at some point in every parent's mind, you know, when is the appropriate time? The peer pressure is getting younger and younger and younger. I have a 10-year-old that is wanting a cell phone. I think that's too young, but maybe some other parent doesn't, depending on your family situation. So we're going to have some tips today to try to uh, help you kind of guide you, I guess, uh, on how or when the right time to get a cell phone is for your child. I know that a lot of people um, go by the old standard of, well, if everybody jumped off a bridge, would you too sort of a thing? Right. Um, just because everybody has a cell phone doesn't mean that your child should have one too. But on the other hand, there are certainly a lot of benefits to them. And we see a lot of parents that do think that perhaps their child is the right age because other kids are at that age where they have them. And I agree. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot to do with the family dynamic. If you're a busy family and the kids are involved in a lot, you know, maybe it's a good idea to get a cell phone for them. There's a lot of things out there, especially on a smartphone where you can do, uh, you know, tracking of the smartphone. So you're going to know your child's location. Uh, Apps like Life360 or Find My iPhone are out there to try to, uh, you know, geolocate that uh, phone, which will hopefully be on your child. And, um, you know, try to help uh, facilitate where they are and, and at what time they are there. Um, but, you know, my advice, I guess, um, and we'll be going over a bunch of other things here, is maybe start small. Uh, if you're going to get a phone, you know, don't automatically get the new iPhone 7 Plus. You know, have them work their way to it. Earn your trust, so to speak. It's kind of like riding a bike. You're going to put training wheels on that bike first and then slowly, gradually work their way up to a bigger bike with no training wheels. So, uh, my advice is you know, start with a flip phone. Um, you know, buy them a flip phone, teach them good phone etiquette, uh, when to use it, the proper times to use it, uh, limit them. You know what? Maybe even go as far as allowing them to pay for a portion of it. You know, flip phone uh, plans right now are relatively cheap. I have a carrier that I pay $16 a month for on a flip phone for my son. And so, that's nothing. If he pays a portion of that, it gives him some ownership and teaches him some responsibility on a couple different angles too. So allow him or her to uh, kind of get into that uh, realm of learning even how to pay bills or you know some sort of responsibility on that. And then that also triggers a responsibility for them on phone usage and proper etiquette when it comes to that phone. But always remember that that is your phone as a parent. And so you shouldn't fall prey to that sort of idea that um, it's your child's private device and you shouldn't look through it. You shouldn't be aware of what they're using it for. Uh, That's not the case. This is a phone that you are deciding to buy for your child um, for whatever reason, to make it easier for you to know when to pick them up, for you guys to communicate about uh, family 
information or events or whatever it might be. Um, But this is your phone and you should be aware of what they're using it for and checking in on things. And always kind of keep the same rules as they do for their devices, uh, all their devices. Even the flip phones can access the Internet. You know, there's Mm -hmm. very limited capabilities on it, but at least, you know, even the little flip phones can access the Internet now, too. So always keep in mind and always apply the same rules that you do to their tablets and to their uh, other devices that they use that can access the Internet, uh, even to a flip phone, too. So uh, Dana did some research on this and uh, we got our information from Verizon Wireless. I love researching things. <laughs> and it's kind of some tips that, uh, you know, we can provide to you on some advice or uh, uh, when to give a cell phone to a uh, uh, child. We get a lot of questions. It's very, very common for us to be asked when. When should my child have a phone? They're asking for a smartphone, you know, that sort of thing. And I think Carl already hit on an important point. Start small and make sure you understand the device that you're giving them. Uh, So if you are getting them a flip phone or a pay-as-you-go phone or however you decide to do it, make sure you know how to use it too. Um, And then when you upgrade to a smartphone for them, make sure you know how to use that as well. But Verizon Wireless pointed out some really important developmental signs that can kind of help, help you gauge where your child is at as far as responsibility level and having a phone. Um, And the first one they talked about was, does your child lose their belongings? And this is really basic. I mean, phones are expensive. They are little computers and it is hard to replace them. It's a pain. And if you're buying a $600 cell phone and they lose it, you know, granted, you're probably not paying that because you're getting promotional prices and whatever, but still that that phone is worth $600, $700 and they lose it. I can only imagine. Yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> right. You know, do you remember? This is awful. Do you remember when we were kids and we had to have like the um, the bags of flour for for like reproductive health or sexual education? You had to show that you could carry around a bag of sugar or flour without breaking it or Eggs, whatever yep. it was. Yep. Same type of thing. Give them something and make sure that they can hold on to that and show you that they took care of it. They didn't drop it. They didn't break it. They didn't, right. you know, don't send them around with a bag of flour, but right, same right. type of idea. But then that's where starting off with a flip phone also comes into play because flip phones you can get brand new now for 95 cents so it's uh or you can get them on ebay or or a different website that for really cheap so they break it they lose it you're not really out that money but it teaches a good life lesson and it's a really good way for them to prove their responsibility to you to prove that they're ready for whatever next step um, they're asking for in technology and everybody should know how to text on a flip phone That's true. We should all go through that misery before we upgrade to swiping. It's like using a rotary phone. (laughs) Another thing that Verizon mentioned was just in general, are they responsible? And I think that this is kind of an offshoot of our first uh, developmental sign or tip here. Um, You know, how are they? If you tell them to be somewhere at a certain time for you to pick them up, are they there? If you tell them to check in with you, do they do it? Uh, Are they just generally responsible? Right. Right. And that's one of the biggest things that we talk about, too, is responsibility and and learning the use of the device. You know, whether it is just a simple flip phone, are they calling you every 30 seconds with, you know, I don't want to say dumb things, but, you know, just, you know, mediocre. um, Hey, dad. Hey, mom, I bought a Hershey's bar. Uh, I, you know, I have a dollar fifty left. Thanks. Just want to let you know now, you know, that. Teach them a little bit better responsibility with that. Kind of guide them with, hey, this phone is in, you know, to let us know when you're ready to be picked up or if you notice something wrong or, you know, you need help with something. That That's what this phone is for. I think that 
we're we're all a little guilty of that with how easy it is to communicate with text and cell phones. I think we're all a little guilty of of maybe sharing too much menial information sometimes. Right. No, I agree. (laughs) But perhaps we can use this as a way to uh, set a good example ourselves as well and um, cut back on some of that chatter that isn't necessary and show them that maybe that isn't the best use of their minutes or plan as well. Right. And you can buy the the plans that have, you know, purchased by the or talk by the minute. So you, you could talk like 19 cents or 20 cents a minute and then make them pay for that. So they do practice good etiquette, phone etiquette when they are calling. So they aren't calling their friends and, and chatting for, up for an hour and running your bill up, you know, through the moon. So, I mean, there's there. I think there are options that you can limit that too and show some consequence uh, for that also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think along with that, um, with talking about responsibility and trust and consequences, uh, another thing to be aware of is is whether they understand other limits that you've set for them in life. Um, so if you're setting boundaries for uh, bedtime, chores, uh, whatever the case may be, homework time, um, you know, are they understanding those limits or boundaries? Are they following them? Are they communicating with you about those when something might change? Uh, those types of things, I think, are, are really good indicators of um, maturity level as far as uh, being able to handle technology. Right, right. And it, I mean, everything just falls all together again from one device to another to a, you know, PlayStation to Xbox to an iPad to a flip phone, cell phone to a smartphone. And, you know, it all kind of couples into the same balloon and teaching that responsibility all the way around. It's, yeah, that's kind of, you know, the the general rule, I guess. So I think that's a lot of good signs right there. A lot of good things for you to start those conversations in your family with your kids if you decide to get to that point of of purchasing a phone. Um, So once you've decided on what you're going to get, I think we should share some tips on uh, how to how to make that a safe process, setting up their their number, their phone, what they can use, what their limits are, that sort of thing. And I think it all comes back in that sense also to stranger danger uh, kind of falls into that realm, too. You know, here's going to be your phone number. Don't be handing it out to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a way to uh, get a hold of us, you know, but don't be handing that out to everybody and uh, our address and all that stuff, you know, all kind of falls into that realm in that sense too where you don't want teach or you want to teach them not to be handing out this number to everybody and or flashing that phone around saying listen this is what i got especially if if it's an expensive phone and you're you're at some you know function where like a like a dance or something at a at the school and next thing you know it's stolen out of a pocket right or it So I think when you make that choice, if you make that choice, um, one of the first things that we recommend is to consider parental approval or consider um, parental controls on that device. And that serves a couple of purposes for you. Um, One is that you are going to learn that device as they do that. It forces you to kind of do that, uh, which is good. And then the other thing is that it allows you the time to research any if they have a smartphone. Um, it allows you the chance to research some of those apps before they actually download and start using those. Right. And like the, the app Life360 and um, Apple. And again, I will preface this by that I'm an Apple guy. I take a bite out of the Apple because I think apples are healthy. And by having an Apple device, that makes me a better person. <laughs> Did I go too far on that? What, what does Android get me? <laughs> Oh, I, I can't even go there. So, 
um, Apple has Family Share that's set up, and I have that set up in our family. And it, whatever apps are downloaded, uh, I I am aware of it. I can even set the parental controls to where whatever text messages that are coming through on all of our devices are sent to my device. And uh, likewise, I can do that. You know, also too, um, photo share is is open, so any photos that are taken are uploaded on my device, which you can only imagine from an eight and a ten year old with iPads. I'm getting pictures of the cat, and I'm getting pictures of the dog all the time, <laughs> toys. Um, but I, I know what they're taking pictures of, sure, and uh, I know what text messages are coming through, and a lot of times I get double text messages because they think they're cool and they text me, so I'm getting one from there, and then I'm also seeing what they're sending out so so are they seeing the things that you might send as well no because on their device i don't have it set up so you really have to me. watch the yeah. settings on that because right. otherwise that is a possibility for them to see whatever you're sending as well right so in the settings feature under uh, text messages it's only their their device that i have set up but then uh, on my device i have set up so i can uh they can send their maybe it's the opposite I, now you're making me think yeah. great one or the other. It's, it's set up so um, they can receive text messages and I can see them also. But if you have questions about how to set up those parental controls or parental approval on those, um, you can ask your wireless provider. They can walk right. you through that. You can look online. A lot of the providers have it on their websites. Um, we've connected to a couple of those. We've linked them on our website. So you can go to Protect Kids Online, wi.gov, and find information there. So there's a lot of information out there. You just have to know what to look for. So parental approval. Uh, or parental controls are really good search terms to kind of start that search. Yep, and I think the like you just touched on, the easiest way to do is go into your local dealer, whether it's Verizon or uh, U.S. Cellular or Sprint or Cellcom, if you're in Wisconsin, whatever you want, and sit down with that retailer and say, okay, you know, here I'm buying my my daughter or son a cell phone, and this is what I want of it. Now, granted, they are sale; they're in sales, so they're going to push you to whatever mo- most expensive device there is out there. I mean, don't let that fool you. But you know, you're also gaining the knowledge from them as to what the device's capabilities are, and chances are you probably have one anyway, or you have some sort of knowledge with it and uh, that way you can kind of gauge what devices there's just so many out there um, uh, that would be suitable for your child it's it takes time but all of this does and it's really important so that's why it should take time you know it's it's very important that we do this right and we do this safely for our kids so please please do take the time to do that research to talk to people um, and to figure out the best way to go about this right and and you know, I don't know much about Android phones, so I, in my case, it would be great if my son or daughter wanted an Android phone to go into that retailer or go on to protectkidsonlinewi.gov and click on the link and do some research into Android phones. Or I can just call Dana because she's an Android phone queen. So <laughs> I'll walk I could... you right through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, if there's a certain phone, I'm going to be very disappointed. I'm going to be a disappointed parent if my son or daughter comes up to me and says, Dad, I don't want an iPhone. Oh, don't say that. I'm going to be, what? Are you serious? Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one of the other important tips we want to share is is to set really clear boundaries with your kids then. And I would even say... You know, this is a good opportunity to start that idea of a online safety kind of contract with them to sit down and and discuss what the limits are, what the boundaries are, what you are both agreeing to um, and have them agree to that. And that way, if something happens down the road, you can come back and use that as your discussion starter. Do you remember when we talked about this and we agreed to this? Okay, well, this is what I'm seeing. 
And, and, you know, this is why I feel like that's unsafe. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. And, you know, so in a sense, you're punishing for that terrible behavior. And, and when you take a device away from your child, especially when you're, the friends have devices and you're communicating on some of these apps, it that's going to be devastating to them, mm-hmm. not having that phone. So um, you're breaking them off from the world. And, you know, chances are if it is a smartphone, well, they have Internet. They lost their Internet access. They lost their access to the apps whatever they got on that phone and it's going to be pretty devastating to them. So chances are they're going to follow the rules, but understand they are kids. They are going to make mistakes. And again, that's why the task forces are out there. The ICAC task forces are out there to try to protect and right the wrong of those mistakes. So try not to, uh, you know, flip out, so to speak too much. (laughs) If there is a mistake made on a cell phone device, uh, it's a learning curve for both parents and children and uh, that's why we're out here to try to to protect the kids. So mm-hmm. protectkidsonline.wi.gov is a good resource for you to go to. And, uh, you know, we got our information from Verizon Wireless. You can also go on their websites, and I'm sure the other uh, cell phone carriers have good uh, information Absolutely. also. Mm-hmm. And um, go to your local retailer also and just speak to a representative and try to get as much information as you can from them. Yeah, and I we've given a lot of food for thought here with a oh, lot yeah. of um, you know tips and tricks and things to think about. So uh, I think we'll we'll kind of remind everybody: please visit us on protectkidsonlinewi.gov. Not only is it full of resources, you can also connect with us for the podcast on there and submit questions, submit apps or topics that you'd like us to cover. Uh, and we've also started to do Facebook Live with some of those. So take a look at our Facebook page and um, check us out if we do a Facebook Live episode of our podcast. Right. Facebook page is WI, so Wisconsin, ICAC, I-C-A-C, Task Force. So it's W-I-I-C-A-C, Task Force on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. And uh, I think those, those are the only two social media uh, that we're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we put a lot of um, articles about trends with technology, things going on in the state, um, just good things to be aware of and food for thought on there. ProtectKidsOnlineWI.gov, the website. Don't forget to go to iTunes or Google Play or whatever uh, app store that you go to to uh, rate us. We want to know what you guys think and uh, what other topics you want out here. So ProtectKidsOnlineWI.gov, Facebook page, WIICAC Task Force. Um, do I have to spell all that out? You think? No, I think you're good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let us know some feedback. Uh, we want to hear what you, what you as parents and you as adults and or kids that are out there listening to this have uh, want to hear us talk about. Yep, we are here for you. So thank you for joining us today. And as always, stay safe. <laughs>